Well, tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, there was an article that came out of the New York Times that I kind of want to just look at an excerpt of this particular article because it's talking about the position that the Democrat Party is in with black Americans. Now, we know black Americans have been really stomping the yard about reparations. Reparations is our new fight in this day and time. Our fight has resonated all over the world because now you see people even within the diaspora talking about reparations for colonization in which I support them fighting for reparations and looking deep into their history and knowing exactly what the white supremacists have done, what they have stole from them and they need to give all they things back. Continuing in this New York times article, it says here that democratic officials had for years nodded approvingly at the idea of reparations, just the idea of it, but as a far off ideal to close the racial wealth gap. In other words, the lip service, they wouldn't really in their mind want to give reparations to black Americans. And I told you that the liberal and we talk about the white one who's running things in the Democrat party because black folks don't run nothing in the Democrat party, not a thing. And whether you talk about the white conservative, they both agree that they do not want black Americans to be made whole. And the reason why they don't want black Americans to be made whole is because in this wicked system called Babylon, the Democrats and Republicans both feel that black people have a preordained position in America and your preordained position in America is supposed to be at the bottom, not transferring wealth that's owed to you, to get you out of that position. They want to make sure that you stay there because white supremacy is gauged off of how black people, how well they're doing and how bad they're doing. Even globally, no one wants to see the black man and woman rise out of that position of being at the bottom. So continuing, they said a, the position that appealed to many black voters to say who are the Democrat party's most loyal constituency and say, but the headline grabbing recommendations say by lawmakers and local and state task forces and say are forcing democratic leaders to wrestle with financial and political implications sooner than many would have liked. Yes. They would like to play games with you for a few years longer, but now because you're talking about reparations, now you're pushing about reparations commissions and the California reparations commission had put out even a dollar amount that puts more pressure on the Democrat party. Listen, if, if, if Gavin Newsom play games with black people, listen, that's a win for black people. We say, well, how that's a win. We're not getting the money. It's a win because it makes people like me just smile because now we can actually wake more black Americans up to the games that the Democrat party play with us. They don't want to see us whole. They don't want to see us with reparations. All they want is for us to show up on election day and keep them in power and not give us anything. So they're not liking having to be put in a position where they either do something for black people or they risk losing power. Now they say continuing few Democrats in positions of power take seriously the possibility of spending billions and say of dollars to redistribute wealth and say to the descendants of slaves. But that reality is putting party leaders eager to retain the allegiance of black voters 
in the uncomfortable position of finding ways to say no or not yet or to change the subject entirely pending some dramatic improvement in the economy. See in the past that kind of worked with black people. Well, we just got some hope and change. You know, you got to have some hope and we got to, we got to hope some change is going to come and we just can't do it just yet because this issue, well, just, just wait a little bit and wait and wait and wait. And you waited from administration to administration to administration. You waited from cycle of Congress to cycle of Congress, to cycle of Congress. You waited, you waited, you waited, and you waited long enough. And the Democrats know they can't tell you wait no longer. Not when they're spending billions of dollars in Ukraine. They can't tell you to wait no longer when they're spending billions of dollars for people that are just coming across the border into American cities while they're not prioritizing American citizens. They can't tell you to wait no longer. And they know this It's becoming a problem for them because see, we live in a time period where we actually can go look at what you're spending. Now we can go look at who vote for what now it's not hidden like it used to be back in the day. Understand the Democrats know they are in trouble because every year their voters who just show up to vote that, that live during the time of the civil rights movement and they was happy with the Democrats because of the civil rights bill though that group of voters every year are dwindling because life is happening. In other words, people are passing away. So today the people that's talking now are saying this, we, the civil rights bill great as it is, we need reparations. Reparations is going to be what we need to make it complete. You can't tell us about the civil rights bill. You can't tell us anything about it at this point. We got to have reparations because black people are suffering in this country. And a lot of black Americans are saying that if you don't give us reparations, then we have no reason to go show up and vote for you. None, because you got no problem giving money to everybody else. Why not the black American? Now continue and say California, task force price to reparations owed to black residents at up to 1.2 million each. It's a compensation for the state's long history of housing discrimination, mass incarceration, unequal health care, and other harms outlined in this report. But governor Gavin Newsom, a Democrat who signed the law setting up the task force dodged the issue of cost, declaring that reparations are about much more than cash payments. Gavin Newsom cannot tell black people about anything about our lives because in this country, cash is king and you need cash to make things happen in your life in this country. And even throughout the world, you need some sort of money. When people sue different corporations for harms, what do they do? They don't give them an apology. They sue for money. When someone like these police, for instance, when they out here, uh, uh, uh killing folks, what ended up happening? They get a settlement in the millions with money. They don't get health care. They don't get education. They don't get uh, programs. They don't get a community center. They get money. When look at the situation that even happened with um, Tasha K and Cardi B, the court didn't award Cardi B an apology. They didn't award Cardi B a community center or health care or education, 
they awarded her money from Tasha K. So that is a precedent in this country to award people for harm. That's determined. It's not abnormal, but when it comes to black folk in America who have a documented history of hundreds of years of harm, of, of, of theft, of terrorism, we want to, you want to talk about education when you don't do that to nobody else, man, please. Now they say the board they say the supervisors in San Francisco expressed support for setting aside 5 million in compensation for some residents, but mayor London breed a black woman, a Democrat they say has not committed to payments. The reason why she's not committing the payments because the Democrat party don't want payments. Let me tell you something. Liberal California, no one stands in their way from doing nothing for black folk. It is a Democrat ran state. Just like Texas. Texas is a Republican ran state. Democrats can't do a whole lot in the state of Texas. Just like in California, Republicans can't do a whole lot. So if they really want to do reparations for black people in California, they can do it. And we got to keep on pressing that and pushing that and saying that, that no one stands in their way in California from doing reparations. If they don't want to do reparations in California is because they don't want black people to be made whole in California and they are anti-black racist. I told y'all, if you're against reparations, I've said that. I don't care what you're coming up with. You're anti-black racist because you ain't said nothing about anybody else that your tax dollars going to. You're only saying that because you don't want black people to have nothing. You want black people to have that preordained position and staying at the bottom. And black people coming from the bottom messes up social order. Understand? It makes people nervous to see black people doing good. You have to understand that. If you're doing good, even as an individual, that makes some people nervous because they know they can't just do anything to you because now you got resources, understand? And when you have resources at, at your disposal, they got to approach you different. They can't treat you like they treat a black person who have no resources, no nothing. Think about if black people had resources, we wouldn't be in this position. You're talking about mass incarceration. If you look at the majority of people that's incarcerated, they did not come out of households where people are making six figures and above. They didn't come out of households where people are making 75,000 and above. Hell, a lot of them didn't come out of households with people making 50,000 and above. A lot of times it's low income because when they get in, in the system, they don't have no money to fight anything. Or, or do they have money to create businesses like that? No, but what if they, you get some capital? A lot, it's a lot of black businesses right now that's small. And if they just had an injection of capital, they go invest in their business. They would, you know, maybe a little brother or sister cooking out their kitchen. Maybe they, they won't buy a food truck. And man, if I can get this food truck, I can really make a bag to the point I can open up a restaurant. You know what I'm saying? That that's what black people had. And that's what they don't want. They don't want black people to do for self. That's what it is. You have to understand in the Willie Lynch letter, it said that to keep them dependent on us. That was in the Willie Lynch letter. Why? Because if you keep them dependent on us, then you, they will be subservient to us. If you keep them believing 
in their system, then they're going to put all their faith in the, them, right? And believe in a system. So black folks waking up by the Democrat party is shaking things up and they're not liking it. The shields can't, can't do nothing much anymore because everything the shields are saying, it doesn't make sense. All you gotta do is question the shields about black people and really home in just on us. When once, once you get them out that everybody craps, I don't care about what everybody doing. That is the most powerful position that you could be in as a black person is when you tell them, I don't care about everybody. I care about black people. That's it. Other groups don't care about black people. They care about themselves. And I'm going to take the same position as all these other groups take. They care about their community and that's fine. I'm not against them for that. I care about mine. You should care about yours. I don't want to hear nothing about everybody. That's a function of government to do things for everybody. Right? But it's certain things that we need that has to be taken care of. Right? So, so let's continue. Now I say that Biden and Kamala as candidates in 2020 endorse a federal study of reparations and they still do and say, but they have expended little political capital to advance the project in the white house. And let me tell you something, even about a study Biden himself can put, can write an executive order and do a commission on his own about a study for reparations. Now he could not do cash payments. He couldn't do cash payments the way to, cause he would need Congress for that. But if he wanted to set aside some money that he has available, he could do that too, but it wouldn't be enough to really pay reparations. Right. But he, at least if he was serious about a commission, he can do it. Now they said, Mr. Biden has spoken on the legacy of systemic racism in America, but it's not issued an executive order to create a study commission on reparations as some have urged. They say, continuing, they say, as long as people are talking about this, they say it's a positive for Democrats, said a David Townsend. He's a Sacramento based consultant to many in the moderate Democrats in the California legislature. They say the problems don't start until you have to start writing the checks. Even a Democrat strategist know that it's all good to talk about a study, but when they start talking about some checks, that's a problem, even with Democrats. Let's continue. They say the issue presents a dilemma that quietly divides the Democratic voter base. They say in polling, black voters broadly support reparations, but other groups that Democrats cannot afford to push away in the run-up to the 2024 presidential race largely oppose them, including whites, Asians, and Hispanic voters. They say according to a poll of Americans conducted, they said by the Pew Research Center in 2021, they said fewer than one in three Americans agree that descendants of slaves should be repaid in some way, such as with land or money. They said 77% of black adults favored reparations. Only 18% of white adults did so among Hispanics. Support was 39% and among Asians, 33%. About half of Democrats said that descendants of enslaved people should be compensated. They say why only 8% of Republicans agreed, but let me tell you something. We don't need nobody to be approving of what we need as black people when it comes to reparations. Remember the majority of the country did not approve of us getting off of the plantation. So if we going by that, then we should be still enslaved, right? Who cares what everybody else say, but the Democrats is in a bind. And that's good. They in a the pickle reparations is the Achilles heel. Also brothers and sisters 
to find out if you really have an ally. Because, see, what they try to do is say, oh, yeah, we allied the black community. The litmus test is reparations. Ask them, do you believe black Americans should receive reparations in the form of cash payments? That's going to let you know if they really are your ally or not. Because even even a so-called fake liberal, and when I say fake, I'm talking about a fake liberal ally, they cannot, you, you, you hit them in the soul when you ask that question about reparations and cash payments. Because deep inside, a lot of them don't want you to have it either. Understand? That you want to talk about the conservatives and Republicans, they just out with it. And that's why I respect about anybody. I respect anybody who's open and honest and out with it. Just like I was talking to, talking to uh, uh, my daughter about that the other day. We were talking about racism. I said, I respect the Klan member. I respect the neo-Nazi. I respect uh, 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 the Proud Boys. And anybody that come out and say, I don't like black people like that. I don't want them around me. I respect them. And I could actually have a decent conversation with them. Why? Because we understand each other very well. I'm good with him. I respect that man. What I don't respect is you feeling just like them, but smiling in my face, feeling just like them, but saying you an ally and you're not an ally because you quietly support them. You, you go on the side or behind the scenes and say, yeah, you know, I can't say it out loud, but you guys are right. You know, I mean, yeah, these black people, they's getting too many rights and you know, all this diversity crap. You know, it's just, we, we losing the country. You'll go say that with them behind the scenes. You'll be going out, giving them money behind, behind the scenes. But when you come out, yeah, I'm an ally of the black community. Oh yeah. George Floyd, black lives matter. Oh, it's so bad to happen to black. Listen, I know you, I told you most of black America don't know you, but I know you, I got you. I got your number and I try to inform my people every day and teach them even globally what you do and how, and how fake and phony and snakish that, that you can be. I said, be careful with the smiles, even in the African continent. I got my people over there that's messaging me, learning, learning this history, learning what happened. They couldn't believe what happened, even things in they, in they countries. And I tell them they come over to your country, smiling in your face, talking about they're going to help y'all but they live in a whole country of black people and you never see them helping black people. What was that about? And a lot of my brothers and sisters over there are starting to think they're starting to think and say, why are they walking hand in hand with a black African child? That's weird. With this. See, they waking up over there too. One thing I love about us as black Americans is that we have been the trailblazers to help push different things for our people globally. And I believe God has anointed us to do that. And we got to take that uh, anointing that we have from the Lord and use it in the right way. Because if we can get reparations, then the diaspora can get reparations. And that's what I want to see. I want to see all the diaspora get reparations, but I understand that we got to fight it. Now we're going to have some raccoons fight against us. Sure. The raccoons are extremely weak. They have no power. Anyone that bow they knee to another group of people and think it is better to be bowing your knee than standing on your own two feet for your own, they're weak. And we know this. All they can be is a lackey and a mole. That's the only thing they can be. But the Democrats got a problem. And it is good. This is a good position for them to be in. You have every right, black America, to say, 
You either give me reparations or I'm not coming out and voting for you. I don't care about what the Republicans talking about because you the one be getting our votes, 87%, 90 plus percent. You the one said you was an ally. You the one lied. We can say lie now and said that you was going to do police reform. You lied about qualified immunity. You lied. I got black Democrats telling me that they are even upset because they lied to them. Biden did nothing for black people, for black people. I don't care about everybody. I'm talking about black people. Everybody not getting shot 17 times in the back. Everybody not getting, didn't go through what we went through with slavery and Jim Crow. Everybody didn't go through that. So when everybody has our story and suffer, we listen, I don't, everybody not dealing with what Breonna Taylor did with, dealt with. Everybody didn't go through what Sandra Bland dealt with. Everybody not dealing with, with Michael Brown, what he dealt with. That's not an everybody issue. That's a black issue. Of course, they can come up with this one, this story and that story. I don't care about those stories because it's not the norm for you. When it becomes the norm, then we can have, because this is what they like to do. They try to do this comparative thing like with black people. You can't compare because you don't have the body count to compare. You don't got the blood to compare. You don't have the mass incarceration to compare. You don't have the experiments to compare. You don't have the towns that was destroyed and a lake put over it like Lake Lanier to compare. So when you start having equal history in this land, once again, equal history in this land, then we can talk, but none of them can talk to us. That's why they got to have to piggyback on what we talk about, piggyback on what we say, because they don't have anything similar to ours. But the Democrats is not a group of people that I trust. I don't trust liars, folks. I don't trust liars. If, if listen, if you like, you in a relationship with, with a man or a woman, if they keep lying to you over and over and over lying to you, What's, what adventure are you going to do? You're going to have a trust issue with them. And they kept lying and kept lying and kept lying. You say, look, I'm not going to be with you anymore because you're a liar. I can't trust anything about you. And, and if you're going to lie, you're going to cheat. If you're going to cheat, you're going to steal. If you're going to steal, you're going to kill. So I don't want to be around you. So, so, so black folk, if you wouldn't be in a relationship with a man or a woman that's constantly lying to you over and over and over and over and over, why are you having this political relationship with a Democrat party? Why? They haven't done nothing for us. Not a freaking thing. That's why they try to pivot to say everybody. Oh, I did this. They, they, they talk about functions of government. Cause look, they talk about with Biden and them get the infrastructure plan. That's a function of government. Every country needs infrastructure. That's not for it. That is for everybody. You should want to have infrastructure, right? Why are you patting, trying to pat us on the back and say, see, that's for black people. They'll tell you, well, we did some regulations about clean air. See, that benefits black people. That's a function of government. When you want clean air, when you want clean water, when you want proper infrastructure, and, wh and where's the application of the infrastructure bill anyway? Because you got some airports in the United States that need revamping. You got roads that need revamping, bridges that need revamping. Where's, where's all that construction at? And where's the construction jobs? Since you say you've done something for black people, where, where's all the applications that black people can apply for those construction jobs? Building the infrastructure of America. You understand? They're weaponizing government in many states to try to get rid of certain programs that benefit black people. Biden says nothing. He says nothing. 
And I told you when the white supremacists, when they really agree with what they're doing, they stay silent. They don't say anything. I told you their silence means a lot. It does. Just like you see the majority of them in, in America, a lot of them are silent to what a lot of that happens in this country. Because if they really was an ally, they would actually stand up and say something. If they really was an ally to the black community, they would fight and get laws changed. They would use their privilege that they have right now. They would use it to go against their own, but they don't want to go against their own because they don't really want to be equal to the black man and woman of America. They won't be equal to nobody. Cause I told you in, in previous podcasts, they have a false system. They have a false system that was built on lies and falsehoods and their position of being at the top is, is a fraudulent reason to be at the top. It's not based on, Hey, you just a better man. And that's why you're at the top. No, in order for them to be at the top, they have to steal, lie, cheat, sabotage, etc., and maintain that through military and police. That's how they maintain that. Anytime you bring them to an equal playing field, they're dominated. They're dominated. It's just that simple. And they, they know being equal to everybody is, is, is not good for them because being equal, they going to go to the bottom. They know that. Oh, they know. And our position of being at the bottom is black people. That's also engineered too. Because why they fight so hard for you to not get certain knowledge? Why they fight so hard to sabotage you in business? Why they fight so hard uh, to try to not let you come up? Because they know if you come up and even get in the, in the area with them and compete with them, you dominate them every time. They know who you are and they know who they are. And what's happening right now, even globally right now, other, other countries are saying, wait a minute, hell no, hell no. We're not living in this false system where you staying at the top and the rest of us staying at the bottom. Man, we sick of that. We getting together and that's what you're seeing right now. If you pay attention, all these nations getting together and saying we are sick of this system where you staying at the top globally and the rest of us got to stay at the bottom and you didn't even earn that position. So I will say this, it, it, it is a great time to be alive, you know, in, in the earth. It is because you are seeing a change happen and they, they, they seeing the change happen. And I'm watching this situation even globally and there's nothing they really can do to stop it. The only thing they can do to stop it is go to war, the war. I'm talking about the Western powers is going to cost them something. They know they're not going to come out of it the same. They're not. And that's why they don't really want to do any wars right now. Because, you know, with this alliances that's happening globally, people are tired. They are getting really tired. But that's why I told us all we got to do is sit back and watch. We don't have to do nothing. We don't have to do a thing because they're imploding on themselves at this point. But when it comes to reparations, you keep fighting for reparations. You keep talking about reparations. You keep putting it out there because even the scriptures teach that you call those things that be not as though they were. See, when you speaking about reparations, when you tell them, Oh, you're going to pay reparations. You are prophesying reparations, even in the spirit. And, and this is why they're getting upset about it. You haven't got a dime. I haven't got a dime 
But why are they getting so upset by you saying it? Why are they getting so upset about you declaring it that you're going to pay reparations? They can't stand when you say, oh, yeah, you're going to pay for it. You sure are. I ain't paying anything. Watch. You're going to pay. It's coming. Because it's affecting them. Y'all, you believe it or not, when you're saying that you're going to pay reparations, you're literally waging spiritual warfare on the white supremacists when you say that. Because you haven't got a thing and they angry about it like you got it in your hand. And things manifest in the spirit first before it manifests in the physical. Y'all, anybody who got sense know that. That's why they get so upset when you talk about reparations. This is why reparations is causing a problem for the Democrats because you are literally using your voice to wage spiritual warfare. And that's why you got to stay on reparations. That's why they want to change the subject. See, if they get you to get quiet, then you off of them at that point. But no, 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 no. Stand on your square. Stand on it. And when you stand on your square as a, 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 a black man and woman in America, you're fighting for yourself, you're fighting for your children. We need that. And whatever we choose to do with our reparations, our business, our problem, whatever it may be. If we want to go blow it, that's our issue. But they, they don't care about you blowing it. They care about you using it for the right thing. Some people may build some things up here. Some people may say, hell yeah, I got mine. I'm out of here. And they surely don't want that. Cause I watched the old interview that I made uh, with brother Armin Ra. May he rest in, in, in power. And he, he had, he had said something in the interview. I never forgot. He said, you know, you sitting right here, say all the money you spending like right now, he said it's in this country, which was in Kenya at the time. He said, it's not in America. He said, you imagine if, if thousands of people to start spending their money here, he said, you really taking away from their economy. So you think they really want that? And, and, and realistically, no, they don't want no money. This one, they loves when actually we wouldn't traveling. Think about it. Prior to the pandemic, man, black folks were spending so many billions of dollars a year traveling and doing their thing. That means money they wasn't spending here in this country. They don't like that. So imagine if we was get reparations, what we would do. But as I said before, stand on your square, keep talking about reparations, keep telling the Democrats, either you did, did give us reparations or watch, watch how we not showing up. We ain't voting for you. Period. Reparate. And then some of them will say, even some Democrat shields, you can't be a one issue voter. The hell I can. I'm just like them white folks about the second amendment. That's how I am. I'm a one issue voter. You, you can't throw the baby out of the bathwater. That baby gone. It ain't that baby gone. Yes, I can. Ain't my baby. So I sure can throw it out. You got to be like that brothers and sisters. When it comes to your stuff, you got to be very doggy dog about anything that that's for you. Cause everybody, all these other groups are like that. Why aren't you? We have to make sure that we fight and stay on course. It's just that simple because understand something. When we fight and we are proven in history, we sure our last everybody, everybody eventually gets weak. Everybody like, okay, okay. Here, Hey, wherever, how you give it, you give it, but keep up the fight with reparations because the Democrats, they, they, they feel, they feel in the heat about, they're going to have to do something or they just going to just, the Republicans going to be winning every single year. And I'm cool with that too.